0: or even this afternoon and there are lots and lots of really lovely gifts available out there lots that have got nice sayings on that you can perhaps put up on your wall sayings like when life gives you lemons make lemonade or every cloud has a silver lining but the one that really caught my eye this Christmas was when it's dark look for stars It seemed to be quite popular online, as you can see the numbers ticking up of items sold. Not a surprise in response to the difficult couple of years we have lived through. When it's dark, look for stars. And all these sayings say something to us about trying to make the best of a bad situation. Looking for the good, even in the midst of the bad. Which is generally not very bad advice, because deliberately attempting to live a life glass half full than glass half empty does no little to make us feel a bit better. But that sort of saying is not always very comforting or helpful when you find yourself in the really, really dark places. Actually... They can make us feel a lot worse, because then we tend to blame ourselves for not having a better outlook. So I looked into the phrase, when it's dark, look for stars, and I found that apparently it might be a really, really old saying, and it must be true because I read it on the internet. Apparently it might even be ancient Persian, and originally It said, when it's dark, you can see the stars. It's a subtle difference, but I like it better, because that's a fact. You can indeed only see the stars in the dark. And so, in modern times, instead of something like finding the silver lining in the bad times, we might say instead, when things are hard, you see what's really important to you. And that is certainly true. I know I have found that this year more than ever. One of the things that are important to us are our memories. And I have fond memories of stars at Christmas time. To my mind, they always go rather well together. You cannot have Christmas without calling to mind the stars of Bethlehem in all the carols we sing. But the simple fact is actually we don't find ourselves in church at night all that often. There's not many stars visible in the sky at 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. But my memories of stars at Christmas are linked to running crib services for children and families. We used to arrive at the church I was in before here. While it was still light to set everything up, there was a stage to put together and costumes to pull out and camels to feed, you know, the usual stuff. And a couple of hours later, 150 over-excitable children and more hay or tinsel than the vacuum cleaner could possibly cope with, we would emerge into the silence and into the dark. And with our children at our sides, we would always stop and look up at the stars. <coughs> but those stars we saw then at about five, half five in the evening were nothing compared to what would come later. I was part of a group of churches that were on the edge of the city And where we celebrated Midnight Mass was a 20-minute drive along winding lanes with no streetlights whatsoever. And as we came out of Midnight Mass, every year, unless it was raining, (laughs) my breath would literally be taken away as I looked up and saw those stars so much brighter, so much more visible than they had been in the early evening, where the light from the streetlights had obscured them. And I always have thought of that as my first gift of Christmas. That moment of awe and wonder as I looked up at the stars that were flung into space at the beginning of all creation. I'm sure that it would have been pretty dark and dingy in the stable on that first Christmas night. We know the shepherds were sitting in darkness watching their flocks. We know that the magi must have travelled by night if they were following a star. So much of the Christmas story takes place in darkness. It is just so appropriate that we gather tonight to celebrate the first service of Christmas at midnight in midwinter, the darkest days of the year because it really brings to life the imagery from the gospel that we have just heard tonight. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Into darkness, the Christ child was born. When it's dark, you can see the stars. But what I found by seeing those stars at midnight when I was out in the countryside, is how often we can obscure light with artificial light, much like the phrases that ask us to look for the silver lining. So often we comfort ourselves and each other with false hope and meaningless platitudes that don't do anything to banish the darkness of pain and despair. But the miracle of the Christmas story is that Jesus, the true light of the world, came and dwelt among us in the darkness and that the darkness could not overcome his light. And it is easy to overlook it and miss it if we are too busy looking at the lights of the world, the brightness and the noise around us that vies for our attention while the Christ child sleeps quietly in the manger. Our reading tonight tells us that Jesus came and lived among us. The Bible translator Eugene Peterson paraphrases that as Jesus moved into the neighbourhood... I love it. I love that paraphrase. Because you do not have to go out into the countryside to get away from our streetlights to see the light of Jesus. He has moved into the neighbourhood, right where we are, right here today, even if we don't always notice it. The true light that is neither overcome by darkness, however dark, nor is obscured by artificial light, once you have noticed that it's there and that is the good news of Christmas to listen out for every time you sing a carol listen for the light the light that surrounds the angelic host as they appear in the sky the eternal light from light and as we have just sung silent night holy night son of God loves pure light The pure light of love is here among us as the child in the manger. And that is indeed something to rejoice over in the darkest of times. And there have been dark times for many of us this year, there is pain, there is grief and there is fear that all too often overwhelm us and leave us feeling hopeless, but even then there is still light and the promise of Christmas is that it is always there and always will be there and will never be overcome. We know from the story that Jesus was born that first Christmas in far from ideal circumstances, far from home amid family confusion in an occupied nation full of political unrest Jesus was born into a world not unlike the one we live in today. Jesus, Son of God, loves pure light, moved into our neighbourhood. And he has never moved out. Into darkness, the Christ child was born. When it's dark, you can see the stars. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that when the world was very dark, you came to bring light into our darkness. You came in the night to bring light into the lives of Mary and Joseph. You came to Bethlehem, then as now, a very troubled town, bringing light to all who came to trust you. You come to us now, into our lives and into our world, bringing light still to your people. We ask you now, once again, to accept this worship that we bring as we come again to the manger. Help us to see there the light that will shine for us, not just at Christmas, but every day of the year. Amen.